Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. All right, everybody, here we are. Um, you know, it's Greg Harrelson here, of course, with the Level Up podcast. And as you can uh, see, I've got my co-host, um, Brendan Payne. It's been a little while since we've done one of these together, Brendan. But yeah, uh, thank, yeah thank you for uh, joining me. And um, I'll be honest with you, there's not many people that I'd, I'd prefer to have uh, uh, this particular conversation with. You know, you and I have been working really close together, been partners for many years and been through, you know, some different market, uh, you know, shifts and different different real estate markets, hot, not so hot, cold, mm-hmm. et cetera. And, um, you know, there's just so much conversation right now around um, uh, around the shift. Yep. And I. I just want to throw out the question and let's me and you ponder on the, this, this question. And that is, does the shift even matter? So, hmm. you know, what is, what is your thoughts on that? What, what, what is your initial thoughts when you, um, you know, when we, when we throw out that question? Yeah, I think the, the, my initial thought is it's definitely going to matter to a lot of people. There is, um, you know, the shift is going to mean different things to different people. It's going to matter a lot to um, a lot of people, but the I think after we unpack it a little bit, you'll the important part is that uh, you're going to determine what it matters. So it's going to have some meaning. There's, I don't think anybody's probably going to be in the same position in you know a year or two or doing the things exactly that they that they were right now um, in a year or two. So that means that there's changes coming, and that there's whenever there's changes, there's opportunity. We're always going to be in control. So it's going to matter. Yeah, I, I do yeah. think it's going to matter. Yeah. So it's interesting the way that, you know, that you, you, you know, you, you said what you said, because in my mind, I'm thinking, wow, okay, that's a good point. It's like, because, because quite frankly, my answer is it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so yeah. you and just I took like, my position because I kind of had to figure there's going to be two ways we're going to look at this and let's look at both. Yeah. I, yeah. So that strategically, that was very smart that you did that. Cause I'm thinking, no, it doesn't matter, <laughs> but you've already now got me convinced it, there are some aspects that do matter. Like it's it's really up to the individual agent. And and and, yeah. and I think my point of does a market shift really matter? And the answer to me is no, it doesn't matter because we're in control of our activities and our activities dictate our results, not the market itself. Yep. But in but but that would be my side, your perspective from what you just shared. Um, tell me a little bit more. It's like because depending on one one's habits or one's situation they may feel it. Like, can you give me an example of where it might matter a little bit more to one agent versus another agent? Yeah, I think this kind of goes back to the, you know, the the old adage of life is 99 per, is, is 1% what happens to you, 99% how you actually react to what's happening. So the shift in and of, in and of itself doesn't, um, uh, it doesn't matter. Like what we do on a daily basis is going to dictate the results in this market and everyone after, and it's done that up to this point. But because it's changing, then how we react to that change, how we react to those adjustments, how we react to the chaos that's going through our heads, the things that we're hearing, that we're saying to ourselves, um, that is going to can impact what you choose to go every day. So it can be a really, really good opportunity 
or it can be really, really scary and detrimental. And the thing that um, actually walks you right out of business and before you knew what happened to you, you just came off the best year of your career. And now you're struggling to figure out whether or not you're still going to stay in business in 2023. I think that's a reality. Yeah. Fantastic. So you came in the market when it was a down market. Mm -hmm. Or I think it was just starting. It was down. just starting. We, we yeah. were probably right about, you know, not comparing them. Don't want to compare one to the other. Yeah. But this was about the things are a little weird. They weren't like they were yeah. last year. That was what was going on in 2007. When yeah, I started. yeah. And so you you saw a lot of people in the real estate market that were doing really good. And then all of a sudden, five years later, they um they were out of business. Yeah. So if I was to ask somebody who maybe they didn't have good habits and the market shifted back in say 2006, seven, eight, and they went out of business, they would say the shift mattered. Sure. But in the same market that somebody said, yeah, the shift mattered, there were like other people that said, oh my gosh, I had the best years of my career. Mm -hmm. So in their minds, it, well, it didn't really matter. But in the one that failed, it mattered big time. And and let's look at, look at this. It's like, well, what about those buyers that bought? And then all of a sudden the market collapsed and they had to go to foreclosures. The shift mattered. Sure. But for the person that bought, you know, at a, at, at a bot and that had good cash flow, it bought and they didn't do 110% financing on it, mm -hmm. the market didn't matter. The market shift didn't matter to them. Yeah. Yep. So, what I'm convincing myself of, and I'm wondering what if you're if you're if I'm convincing you or if you understand or if you if you agree, and that is what matters is your habits, your routines, and maybe more important than anything, is your mindset during a shift. That's what really matters. Yeah, I agree hundred hundred percent. And and what you just brought up with the consumers. Look at, give it, there, there's an example. There's, there's probably thousands of examples, even in our market of people that they bought at that time where the market was high, the market shifted significantly that last round. And do you know what? They're perfectly fine with it. Why? Because their motivation was that whatever property that they purchased, they were perfectly fine with that property. And they still love that property. And they bought it at this point, and then they went down to this point, and then it went to this point, and all of that was totally transparent to them because they had the motivation of wanting that property. The agent that comes in and does what they need to do when the market's here has a certain level of performance. When the market goes here has a certain level of performance. Side note, huge opportunity here because other people get out. And then when the market's here, because of what they do, they have great performance. The consumer's motivation is the same as us. It's our motivation. What's running us? What's really driving what we go and do every single day? In that bottom part, you can speak to, there's a lot of opportunity here because unfortunately, you know, um, there's going to probably be people that we know won't survive it, which just means the ones that really buckle down and, and make changes and react are going to, um, they're probably going to have a little less competition for a period of time, or maybe they yeah. won't. You know, you and I were um, discussing were in, in conversation maybe two weeks ago, and we were both introduced to a statistic that I had never heard before. And that was when somebody asked me, the person that I was talking to asked me, do Greg, do you know the which year had the one of the highest sales 
um, number of sales across America. Which year was it? And say the last 25 years. And um, and it was 2005. Mm-hmm. And they also asked me, OK, well, which year do you think was the one that had the least amount of sales? And it happened to be 2010. But ironically, what was really alerting of this conversation was that in 2010, when it was a record low for number of sales in the last 25 years, that happened to be the year that there was the highest per person production. Now, that's based on the number of people licensed in the country compared to the number of transactions that were done. Mm-hmm. And in 2005, when there were the most trend, uh, the most transaction, it was one of the lowest per per production per person production years. So yeah. it goes back to like, OK, again, does it matter? Sure. If you if if if, if unfortunately through covid and um, um, in a hot market, if that has created more of complacent, a complacent mentality, maybe you're not showing up consistently, maybe your habits and routines are not on point as they used to be. If you're like overconfident, I think a market shift can matter more. But if the market shifts and you're like, okay, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to show up every day. I'm going to wake up a little bit earlier. I'm going to talk to a few more people. Those are the ones that thrive. So what's, you know, again, I I keep saying what's interesting is the same market shift produces totally different results Mm -hmm. within agents. What, what, What do you think is one of the the biggest factors for an agent to capitalize on a market shift? I think the first factor is, is something that we don't ever like to do, I think, which is take responsibility. And, you know, it's, it was easier before, like when we didn't take responsibility um, over the, let's just say in a small period of time or last 18, 24 months, the market delivered a lot of results for a lot of people. And we really didn't have to, we weren't called on anything that we were not, not doing. So if you really weren't working on your skills, um, the market took care of you. If you really weren't working on your um, generating, the market took care of you. If you weren't working on your service, the market took care of you. Your knowledge of the market, the market took care of you. Didn't have to take a lot of responsibility. Now, the first step is you're going to have to take responsibility. The great news is, is you're in charge of all of those things. You're in charge of how much time you commit to them. And your results will be directly related to how much ownership you take of your own production from here um, through the next time when we're all going, wow, well, we're, we're in this new shift, which maybe is going the other direction. And so... If you take that responsibility, then your mind's going to be in the right place. Go, you know what? All right. So I'm going to probably have to buckle down and do a few things differently. But you're the one in charge. Imagine being in some industries and some careers where it really doesn't matter how you wake up in the morning. Um, Something's affected your business that you literally can't go do it. Mm -hmm. You know, you own you know, acreage and and you just had a, a fire come through and you're a farmer and you lost all your crops or your building or something like that. Like we can go and get up and go do the right things every day and, uh, and, and make the impact that we need to do. A lot of industries you can't. So I would say the first thing is take responsibility um, that you run your own business. 
Yeah, I like that. You know, I was talking to, uh, you know, an agent this morning in, in our office. I was doing some coaching, uh, you know, early morning. And one of them, I, I said, so, hey, you know, how how's it going? How are you adapting? And 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 it's like they, there was a lot of um, stress, meaning, you know, uh, and I asked a little bit more and I'm like, you know, he, he said to me, he goes, I'm just confused. I'm not sure what to say. Mm-hmm. And naturally, the way that I would coach is, is I didn't really buy into that. I believe, and I introduced the thought that I actually don't believe you're confused. And I actually do believe you know what to say. I think the real fear is, is will you go ahead and adopt good habits and routines once again? Because over the last year, two years, we could, like you said, we could do good business with half the effort. Mm -hmm. Now to do the same amount of business, we have to double the effort. And the question becomes, will you? Mm -hmm. And, 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 And I think a lot of times subconsciously, I said, I think what people are afraid of more than the market is they're afraid that they will not step up and actually do the things that they need to do in the new market. Yeah. Now they don't, I don't think that, I don't necessarily believe that's conscious. I don't believe that Mm -hmm. they're sitting here saying, okay, am I afraid of the market or am I just afraid that I will not step up and play a, play the game? I, I think it's, it's subconscious that, they are sleeping in a little bit more. They're showing up a little bit late. They're really not making that many contacts. And they know that. And they know that that's not going to work in the new market. And what's really stressing is, am I going to go back and do those things again? And mm-hmm. those that double down on the things that have always worked seem to grow. And those that try to find the sexy solution don't seem to grow as much. Yeah, you know, That was kind of a conversation that I had with him today. Yeah, for sure. And I think the other the other thing that we have to realize, too, is this is, you know, when it gets a little tougher and you have those conversations with yourself, just realize that when it's challenging, it's going to be easier for you to to bow out. It's going to be easier for you to go, well, you know what, man, I don't need to get what am I going in for today? What am I, you know, why don't I just take a little extra time? Because nobody's doing anything like the things that you make up when there's challenges in front of you are a whole lot different than the things that you make up when everything's going great. Like, Oh my God, I'm good. I'm on fire today. Like it's easy to live like that when things are going great. When things are, you got some headwinds against you, then the stuff that pops into your head is just a lot more, um, it's a lot more damaging and it sounds a lot louder. Yeah. You know, for those of you that are, are 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 hearing this, we'll just throw this out there so you know it's a little bit of accountability. Uh, Brendan is training for an Ironman in November. <laughs> I'm with him. We, him, and I are going to do an Ironman. So when you said this, I was starting to think about like when when I'm riding outside, when I'm cycling outside, and the wind's behind my back, <clears throat> and the conversation I'm having. Versus when I'm cycling and the wind's in my face, the same distance, it's, you know, the same route, but just when that little bit of wind is in my face, 
the story changes. And I, I'm working on that. Like part of my training for the Ironman has to be completely to change that story, like change that dialogue, you know, and I will be performed at a much higher rate if I can like have a neutral story in both directions. I shouldn't be telling a great story when I'm going downwind and a terrible story when I'm going upwind. I should be telling the same story. Just do my job. You yeah, know, no matter which way the flag's flying. No matter, oh God, the flag flying. And that's exactly what I'm looking for. I know exactly where on the route that I'm going to see my first flag to determine which way it's going, right? But, I, you know, it's like, okay, we have to be careful. Like, that's when I have to say to myself, whoa, snap out of this. This, this, the, no matter what story I'm telling, it's not real. And, well, it's no longer real when I stop telling it. It's real when I'm telling it. It feels real. But that's what we need to be thinking about the market shift. I really want us to feel like it doesn't matter if the market shifts because I'm strong enough. And if you don't feel that you're strong enough, then go get go go build that strength. There's still plenty of time. And again, I don't we're not saying the market's going to crash. We're carefully using the word shift and shift by definition only just means change. That doesn't mean up, down or anything. It just means change. So we're not saying crash. But uh, one of my coaches uh, from the past said to me the other day, he's like, hey, he thinks that agents are reacting more negative about the real estate market than the consumer is. They're, the agents are freaking out more than buyers and sellers are. And I actually believe that. Yeah. One thing that just popped in my head that I think is I think back to the differences because the shift mattered big time to me when I started in 2007. I think it was probably it couldn't have been a better time that I got into business. And so as I think back, some of the other things that um, are a little bit different now, I think it's really important that you take an active approach right now in, in your deliberate on who you're listening to. Because mm -hmm. the thing that was different from 2007 in, in that period of time, which was a major shift, and hopefully this is, you know, whatever it is, it'll be fine. But the thing that's different is there was nowhere near the amount of noise or voices available um, at that time that there are now. There weren't 500 different podcasts that I could listen to that were all telling me something different of people that had been in business for two years and now suddenly they were an expert. Um, there wasn't 10,000 coaches that were out there. Um, I had to choose carefully, but there were a, there were not a lot of people that were really growing at that time. And that's who we aligned with. That's who I aligned with. And so right now, you got to be really careful on who you're going to align with, who you're going to listen to, and because there's a lot of disturbance um, of people who honestly don't know what to do and aren't going to probably be able to give the guidance just based off a of lack of experience. And that's probably not who you probably don't want to um, ride that wave with them and, and you know, make sure that you're, that you're listening to, the, to somebody that's been there. Yeah, that's a good point because, you know, uh, when, when, when agents move from certainty, which is where we've been for a while, to uncertainty, which is a shift, when agents move from certainty to uncertainty, then guess what also happens? You see a lot of coaching products all over Facebook saying this is the solution. And so it, it's like the amount of coaching products that enter in the marketplace at a point where agents are vulnerable, is, is, it's extraordinary. 
And a lot of those products, there is no street credibility in those. They're just out there. Um, they're, it's kind of like diets. You know, they they uh, there's a new book that comes out, the South Beach Diet. And then in two years after people forgot about that diet, they start, they put a same book, different cover, change the name to Northside Beach Diet, and then all of a sudden they sell it all over again. You yeah. got to be careful at these times. Make sure that you're, well, I hopefully you think the people that I have on Level Up um, podcast or Real Estate Sales Solution, uh, the group page on Facebook, hopefully you'll 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 see the true authenticity and the, the fact that we're still in the field working the market right now. So we're not just reading a book sharing this stuff we're experiencing it with you um, alongside of you so any any last thought that you can um, maybe think of um, when maybe one recommend somebody what what could we say to somebody I'll, I'll think of one you think of one um, of somebody that might be a little bit concerned I'll, I'll go first since I'm yeah. bringing it up on you somebody that might be a little bit concerned about like what's going to happen we don't know what's going to happen. I don't anticipate that it's going to be a crash at any level. As a matter of fact, if we would erase last year from the records, from the record books, and we were in this market right now, we would be claiming this is a hot market. If we actually, like if we back up, like in my market, the one that I'm mostly in, um, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, that market right now, based on inventory and pending to listing ratios, right now we're back to around where it was in April 2021. And let me tell you what we were saying in April 2021. Oh my God, this market is so hot. But look at yep. what we're saying now. See, that's the mental side of it. That's the mental side of it. You are still in a fantastic market. What we need to do right now, my advice for you, is take out your phone and look in your calendar and eliminate anything that consistently shows up in your calendar that's not producing opportunities for yourself. In other words, just kind of like some people say, hey, go look at your expenses and find out the waste and cut the waste out so you can be more profitable. Do the same thing with your schedule, like cut out the fat, cut out the waste. Like there's a lot of things that are in our calendars right now that we put in our calendars because the market was so good and we could just get away with it. But when the market shifts, we need to make sure that everything in our calendar has some sort of purpose and produces some sort of return. Now that return should mean it's got to produce a return on your money. It's got to produce a return on your time, or it's got to produce a return in the form of emotion. Meaning I'm gonna do this activity and I can track this activity will bring me a financial return. Or I'm going to put this activity in my schedule and I can track that it produces an emotional return. An example for me is maybe I have play tennis in my schedule and I'm getting a return off of that. Look for the things that are in your schedule that you know you're not getting a return in either area and eliminate those. 
then replace it with, you know what I'm going to say, income generating activities. You actually do have the time to talk to more people. We've just got to eliminate some of those bogus things that exist in the schedule. What's uh, maybe one tip you would leave them with, Brendan? When you finish listening to this, watching at some point, don't just move on to the next thing. Take out a pen and paper, take out your notes, take out your laptop, your iPad, and I want you to write down two things. The first one is this market shift will mean blank Mm. to me and fill that out. This will mean blank to me. And then the second one is I will now begin to take responsibility for blank in my business because of this market shift. Those two things, I believe, if you do that, are going to get you in the right headspace and, re- and make you realize that you are in control. And now just look at that stuff every single day. Stay on the path that's going to take you where you're going. And um, it will have an impact on you, but you're going to control it. Yeah, that's great. I'm, I wrote those down. I'm actually uh, answering the first one. I said the market shift will mean opportunity for me. What was the second question? I will begin to take responsibility for blank in my business. Got it. Okay, fantastic. I'm going to focus on that one too. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Level Up Podcast. We sure would appreciate, you know, if you would like, subscribe, you know, it makes a difference to us. Um, Write a review. You know, that just means that it'll show up on, uh, you know, more uh, people's feeds. It'll get more uh, views, which is things that we like, but it also allows us to get, uh, you know, more guests because people are like, oh, I need to be on that podcast because they can get a lot of exposure. So do that. And if you're watching live, Live on the Real Estate Sales Solutions uh, Facebook page. Thanks for tuning in. I see your comments out there. Um, you know, continue to um, you know follow us on Real Estate Sales Solutions. And uh, and uh, until the next time, Brendan. Thank you. Thank you so much, bud. You're welcome. Enjoyed it. Talk right. soon. Bye bye.